Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'm not going away with some dirty Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Well, good morning and welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to this week's edition of Achtung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. This is, of course, the number one Millwall podcast. Uh, this week's um, edition brings you two successive nil-nil draws um, after last week's heroics, absolute heroics at home to Leicester City, that late, late goal by Sean Cummings. Um, it's been slightly after Lord Mayor's show this week with um, a home nil-nil draw last Tuesday night. We'll open up very shortly with a little bit of coverage of that. And then we'll cut away to yesterday's nil-nil draw in the in the rain and um, grey leaden skies of Oldham Boundary Park for yesterday's uh, rather dramatic nil-nil draw, in all fairness. Following that, that coverage, we'll be uh, doing our usual Sunday morning nightmare of post-match comment and any other little bits and pieces that we want to throw into this week's show. I do hope you enjoy our 180 minutes worth of no-goal-scoring uh, Millwall coverage this week. Achtung, Millwall. Well, good evening, listeners. Welcome on the Tuesday night to a far less fulsome den. Um, there's a moderate crowd in here tonight for the visit of Chesterfield. After the Lord Mayor's show on Saturday, after the heroics, uh, it's a slightly, um, it's an effort for everyone to be here. There's a changed team out there tonight. Tom King and goal, I see Worrell out there. Well, uh, Lee Gregory starts tonight, so it's one or two changes from the players who gave everything they had to give in that massive, massive victory on Saturday in the FA Cup against the English League champions, Leicester City. So uh, I think that's understandable, given a, 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 the, the kind of quantity of fixtures we've got so soon. An away game on Saturday uh, at Oldham, and tonight's Tuesday fixtures uh, come around quite quickly. So I've changed 11 there. I'm going to see if I can find some team news. I'll be right back. Rest tonight for Stevie Morrison. Jordan Archer in goal. Return of Ben Thompson in midfield. Warren starts. And uh, tonight, um, Jordan Archer is also rested in favour of Tom King, making his, his first team debut, I think. So, yeah, um, a, quite a wide range of changes there. We'll see how this pans out. Chesterfield in all red. Lions in their blue and white stripes. 22 minutes, halfway through the first half. Some screaming chances for the Lions, missed by... Uh, Lee Gregory on the right-hand side, David Warren on the left. 
Also a beautiful run just a few moments ago by Fred down the middle. Uh, tried to lay through to Lee Gregory on the overlap down the middle. Uh, just a little touch too heavy and the goalkeeper was able to collect at the feet of Greggs going through on goal. That's uh, a really bright game to be fair. Uh, Chesterfield have not looked too bad going forwards. They do look fragile in defence but they've not looked too bad. They've had one chance looked off the line at the Millwall end so they're no slouches despite their second from bottom status. They are belying that at the moment. 0-0 at the halfway point of the first half and it's an open game, entertaining game. The last few seconds of the first half. There goes the half-time whistle, it's 0-0. It's been a bright and attractive game. I think the Lions have probably had the uh, the better of it. The best chance has certainly fallen to Millwall in front of goal. Not clinical enough, unusual thing to say this season. Fred and Lee Gregory um, working well together. Uh, certainly um, a, a great flick header on goal, which is about 35 minutes uh, from a crossing from the left-hand side. A few early chances missed by Worrell and Gregory, but a great flick header on goal by Lee Gregory. Um, Chesterfield, as the halves wore on, have faded somewhat. They look bright going forwards early on, but have not looked nearly so sharp as the half closes. So, nil-nil at the break. Nor will be feeling that they should be leading it. So, we'll be back for the second half report later. 63 minutes, and uh, Ferguson's just come into the game. Shane Ferguson's just come in for a rather ineffective Worrell, who's being accused of being a passenger by a chap uh, a few seats along from me. I can't really disagree with that. Um, but in no sense was that any kind of reference to Iggy Pop and his uh, The Idiot album. I believe that we had a track called The Passenger on The Idiot. Um, been ineffective. Lions still nil-nil at the moment. Um, we've looked the better side, huffing and puffing rather. We've had no cutting edge up front. Uh, we're missing Morrison. Uh, the, the Fred and Gregory front two is, is one you'd, you'd take if you have to, but wouldn't be your first choice. So as it stands at the moment, 64 minutes, nil-nil. Lions pressing forwards, looking for the one chance will open this game up. About 12 minutes to go, dear listeners, and double substitution, try and change it up a little bit. We've got Harry Smith back into the fray. First time for a little while. Try and give us a bit of pressure. Little ball into the box. Show goal reflex by Fred there. About 11 minutes to go. Nil-nil. Uh, Harry Smith's come in, and Callum Butcher in midfield for Ben Thompson, who uh, obviously back after injury, so has departed proceedings. So uh, approximately... 12 minutes left, left on the clock and it remains 0-0 a full time 0-0 uh, the Lions gave it everything in the end they had to give late late chances once Harry Smith came into the game brought a little bit of aerial threat uh, Shane Ferguson's crossing made a difference as well but just not enough in the event for Lions 0-0 um, quite a uh, decent open game quite an entertaining game in all honesty certainly not the, um, the, the drab fest that 0-0 uh, against Chesterfield might sound Chesterfield players have given their all I mean there's one bloke in the centre circle as the uh, players leave the pitch who's uh, collapsed on the floor they gave it everything they had to give so fair plays they defended valiantly and the Lions will count themselves unlucky not to take three points here tonight but there we are um, after Saturday's heroics there was a sense of after the Lord Bear show but um, not a bad display by the second string 11 Lions 0-0 on the night Good afternoon, one and all. Welcome to Achtung Millwall. Welcome to a grey, overcast and miraculously slightly less rainy boundary park in Oldham. The pitch it looks like a quagmire, dear listeners, for the visit of the Lions to Oldham Athletic today. Um, pouring down with rain as I trudged disconsolately down the hill from uh, the Westwood tram stop through LS Lowry country. I'm sitting here with our northern correspondent, Mr John Shipman. Welcome to the show, John. Afternoon, Nick. Afternoon, all. 
what a, what a grim afternoon in uh, Lancashire, mate. Uh, this is positively tropical, Nick, from what we've had this week. It's Just uh, as I said, the dark. rain's eased up, it's pissing down again, John. Yeah, well, we do have concerns about whether this game will last a distance looking at the pitch in front of us, but uh, as long as we're not ahead at the time it gets called off, all the better, I reckon. Absolutely, it is, it is a very heavy pitch. Um, today's team news includes Harry Smith up front, and almost certainly to uh, take advantage of the aerial um, weapon that he brings. Um, I believe Callum Butcher's in midfield. Uh, Harry, Harry King retains his place in goal. Um, otherwise, it's, it's um, pretty much just the 11 that finished on, uh, on Tuesday night. Gregory's in the team. But it's going to be a tough old afternoon's battle out there, that's for sure. This is no easy place. It's a, a, a minuscule crowd in, in the stadium at the moment. We're about 10 minutes before kickoff. Uh, the pitch does look very, very heavy, however. I'm just trying to think, John. I can't remember when I was at a game that was abandoned mid, mid-game. mid Have you ever been involved in that? I can't think of one off the top of my head. There's been a couple I've been to where uh, it's been abandoned before, and indeed Oldham last year, famously. Yeah, of course, um, yeah, yeah. Where I subsequently got turned away from Man City for being in possession of a dangerous-looking eight Being a Millwall fan, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dangerous-looking son. God bless him. <laughs> um, and Luton, uh, Luton away a few years ago. Abandoned um, in, in game or before the game? Before the game again. Um, very close to the game, 15 minutes beforehand, um, Luton got a ban. I can't remember if that was a cup game that we subsequently yeah. won on a Sunday. Um, but I can't recall, Northampton Town rings a bell actually, Northampton Town. Yeah, we, we were leading up there. We were winning. Uh, Paul Huberts had scored the goal, if I if so About mid-2000s then in that yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I can't think of it. Off, um, that, that, that rings a bell now you say that. I couldn't think of anything off offhand. What about you, dear listeners? Have you been to any Millwall games, abandoned mid-game? Because this is looking very um, touch and go at the moment as we're sitting here at the away end, undercover, thankfully. Um, pitch very, very heavy. Awaiting the entrance of the two teams, but the rain is really bucketing down at the moment. So whether we make, uh, what point we make, I don't know. Depending on how many players start going down injured and, um, well, how, how the play progresses, I guess. It does make sense of the uh, on your dimner excursion, doesn't it? He's he's not going to be able to run with a ball on no. this, um, and we don't want to risk getting him injured. And Thompson so as well, up. John as well. Thompson on the bench. Yeah, he's covering from an injury. Um, I think we have got some of our more industrious, industrial type players out there today, rather than yeah. The, I mean, I, I wonder pace. whether Abdu might might make a start given the uh, circumstances. They're awkward, you know. Yeah, I certainly see him coming on after an hour or so. If uh, if we make it that far, fingers crossed. If we make it that far, I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, John John got it right there. He's looking a little. bit if I'm sorry to say not the, the prophet of doom here but um, we're seeing what we're seeing we're just waiting for the teams to enter the, uh, the beneath the leaden skies of Oldham um, there's a slight sense of um, nothing happening at the moment there's a lot of blokes standing around on the pitch with, with uh, uh, forks trying to loosen the turf to get the, the water to drain away I would have thought the teams have been out by now but um, then whether there's any kind of issue or delay or not I don't know here come the teams down the steps lines in there all yellow Oldham in blue, old blue. Crowd huddled underneath the cover at the, uh, the home end, the auctioneer's end. All up here, up, uh, the front seats are not, not taken. Uh, the rain still in the air, not quite as persistent as it was, but certainly uh, no day, no day for um, short sleeves. Good lights turnout, dear listeners. I'd say three, three, four hundred here. I'd say front rows of the away end. There's a the back end is, is closed off. But it's a good turnout from the Lions, as you can hear. There's one from the archives. Uh, Lieutenant Pigeons, mouldy old doe, is their theme song. Younger listeners will wonder what the fuck I'm talking about. But Lieutenant Pigeon were like a pub band. They did an instrumental called Mouldy Old Doe. 
check it out on YouTube sometime. Or maybe don't. Female linesman generate a little bit of ribaldry. She must get that every game she goes to. Poor cow, poor cow. The pitch is in, it's patchy. I mean, it, the, the uh, water shining in the floodlights. Um, patches of, of brown, patches of green. It's a very, very heavy, heavy uh, situation. Here. Away we go. Lions attacking the home end in the first half. The incessant drumbeat going in the home end, John. Very sparsely populated over well, there. Even the old have turned out, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, there's not many here. It's a club on its arse, isn't it, to be quite Yeah, it's, it's a sad sight, in fairness. Um, only the drummers here. Maybe that's why there's no one else here, I don't know. Last Saturday's hero, Sean Cummings, in at right back today. Uh, across the Webster, Cooper, back in defence, and Craig on the left. Also hit centre midfield already. Yeah. And we've got uh, Oldham's number 30 running across the front there. Looks like causing a lot of problems. He's very pacey player. Good tackle there by Tony Craig as Oldham are coming down the right hand side. A couple of minutes into the game. Craig will bring it away. Tony Craig! Tony, Tony Craig! There's the Tony Craig song. You heard it here first. Tony, Tony Craig! The Tony, Tony Craig, Craig song. Tony, Tony Craig! Gonna enter that into the voice. It's in yeah, got a new contract this week, of course. So Craig, he right. did, yep. yep. He's played uh, well. And since he switched to left-back, John, he's, he's a different I think player. it's fair, isn't it? I, you know, there'll be some dissenting voices, but I think he's done a good job at left-back. He's Absolutely. got the heart of the club in him. And, uh, Absolutely. Solid performance. Just seems to have a slow start to each season. It's a day for Tony Craig out there as well, mate. Well, Cooper's early, early contributions to put the ball literally out of the ground over the side stand. It's quite a high stand. He's managed to put it out of the uh, over above the, uh, the corporate boxes, above the little bit of seating. A bit like Orient. They have a building with a seats attached to the side of a building. Not sure about the Jimmy Addo song either. It's, 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 lyric, lyrically, it's wanting. That's better. That's better. The traditional Jimmy Addo has a kind of Ramon style simplicity, whereas anything beyond that. Let's go a little bit up his arse. Was he in the prog rock type of. Uh, Rather suspect songs going down here at the day, listeners. I don't know where these people come from. No, I'm not sure about that song either. I appear to have stood next to the uh, the leader, the leader of the charm. What he says goes. He says noise, there's noise. If he says quiet, it falls silent. We laugh at the no, old this. We laugh at the old It's a bit like being next to the on the top deck of the bus and was a torture, didn't it? It's a very scrappy game. The referee gives a free kick for nothing much. I don't know if it's an intentional tactic, but I seem to be standing off uh, off Williams at the minute, who's got a lot of time to pick his ball out. Yeah, he does. Smith in the side, that bodes well. So I want to take advantage of that in the first half, really. Ten minutes, very scrappy stuff so far. Nothing hugely important to to report. Here comes Oldham on the uh, their left. Little damage onto the byline, ball across the middle box. Too long, too high. The 28 recovers on the on their left. Ball more central now. First Oldham attack of note. I'd completely forgotten that Taylor would come back here. That's right. That's going to go for a goal kick. Cross comes in. Go for a goal kick. Yes, Taylor. 
I um, I quite liked him in his first spell with us. Yeah, um, second spell didn't really work out, did it? But, it's uh, the iron rule of Millwall done that you must get snagged and counted off if you're an ex-Millwall player. Particularly if you've got standout ginger hair. Unless you're Paul Robinson. There's only one man in Mew, that's Paul Robinson. Maybe one day I'll write a book, The Iron Rules of Millwood and all the things that you have to know, you can't question, you have to say. There's, there's, I'm sure there's a book in that. Rain lashing down again there, John. Comes yeah, and goes, mate. Actually, the pitch isn't looking in. Oh, well, it's clearly waterlogged, but uh, it's not, the ball's not stopping in the pitch, is no, it? So, not so far. It's well so far. It's going to be a day for the long ball, I think, dear listeners. Route 1, it used to be called which came from a football quiz show, if I remember rightly, with the two teams, two teams of quiz. Um, do you remember this, John, or are you too young for this? The football quiz show, which gave rise to the Route 1 expression, where you had four routes to goal with easy questions, marginally at Route 3, Route 2, or the one hard question. I, I can't remember this at all. It, like, it's pretending you can't mate, remember it. To, uh, Route 1 was the hard question. On YouTube <laughs> Soccer ball, I think it was called, and uh, the teams have played off again. That was, that was where you got the Route 1. They won the hard question, they got a goal. Fascinating, as a spot we used to say to Kirk on Star Trek. Becomes Oldham on the attack. 16 minutes coming down their right. Ball breaks down, there's a little ball into the middle. Trying to find a 30, little pass through, goes off for a goal kick. A moment hint of danger there as the rain lashes in yet again. How long can this game go on for? Free kick for the Lions, just outside the centre circle. Ironic cheers, I think it's the first one that's gone our way so far. Yep, so uh, challenge, on uh, challenge on Gregory there, and uh, I think that's already shown to be the tactic. We're lumping it forward and hoping that Gregory or Smith can get the flick <laughs> on the one. Hope for the best. <laughs> and I think, to be fair, in the conditions, there's only one it's option. The, yeah, there's not much else on the agenda. The rain's really coming down very, very hard at the moment, dear listener. It's now, what, 17 minutes into the game. That's lumped forward from the free kick. That's trying to find Smith, who's beaten in the challenge. As a lady said to me in a queue for, for coffee, don't jump very well. It's a bit like Bob Peters, that they used to. We should have had a few big blokes that can't jump for the ball very well. Or Paul Hubert's never used to jump very well, did he? Peters no. never used to. Second time we mentioned Paul Hubert's today, actually. Yeah, it's a double, double. Maybe we can get a hat trick of Paul Hubert's. Guys, <laughs> no conversation about forwards who can't jump. It's complete, of course, about the Stefan Meyerhofer. It's Meyerhofer, of course, the master. <laughs> the master of all big blokes that can't jump for Turfey. Left-hand side now, but as the uh, the 12, got run inside, shot from distance, going to go for King Takes, King Takes, he couldn't be sure if that was going to go for a corner or goal kick, I couldn't be sure, he couldn't be sure, so he took it on the line, nice work there by King. Apologies for any sound quality issues, dear listeners, I'm using the iPhone today, I've uh, got my work, uh, work mobile phone on me, I just couldn't carry any more technology with me in one go, so I'm using the iPhone, which I hope is an acceptable sound quality if we do uh, send any, any complaints to um, acast.com if you don't like what you're hearing. <laughs> Jimmy's loving the song. So's Fred. <laughs> So's Romeo. It's a hit. There you go. Most unlikely of songs become hits, and Jimmy loves his song. Lions throwing the right inside. Conditions are very, very torrid out there. Some Cummins on the right inside. There's Greggs. Can he get the cross in? Cummins on the overlap. Can he get the cross in? He can. It skids across the, the box there. And cleared. Gregory breaks a little ball into the middle towards, towards Smith there from the right-hand side. 
beat to the uh, challenge and it, it rolls clear on the right hand side to Oldham who hoof it clear not very well this is uh, Williams now in the centre a little higher ball towards Harry Smith he tries to nod it down it kind of runs to the right side of Lee Gregory for the goalkeeper Halfway through the first half, John, there's not really been much of any quality out there so far, mate. No, I don't think we'd expect much of any quality throughout the game, to be quite honest. But I think there are there's good signs of a partnership between Gregory and Smith. I yep. think that's looked that's looked promising. Quite a few knockdowns from one to the other. Um, Sean Williams getting a lot of time in central midfield at the minute, albeit all it can really do is ping it into the two up top. Um, and no, a little bit stronger of late as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, certainly. Cert worries about their number 30 up front. Yeah. Um, and Chrissy Taylor, of course, who's bound to you know, come up with trumps today. Yeah, Sod's Lord dictates he's going to score or create something at some point. <laughs> isn't it? But uh, so far, so good. Just a few memories of the uh, 1977 infamous game at home versus Spurs, which I think took place on on a Boxing Day, if I remember rightly. It was, it was the subject matter of the, uh, the famous Panorama documentary of the 70s, which uh, no F Troop treatment in the halfway line, which can be found on YouTube for any, any uh, students of. 1970s history out there. It's, it's very interesting watch, very dated but very interesting. But the big game was going to be Spurs at home on, on Boxing Day. Um, there was all sorts of dire threats being made. Um, certainly no one was running around with their willies hanging out, I can tell you that much now, dear listeners. Um, I've never seen so many policemen in one place because uh, the Cobbler Lane Stadium at that time was not segregated in any way, shape or form. So Spurs occupied the Alderson Road end, separated by sheer force of, of police manpower from the Mill fans that wanted to tear them limb from limb. 3-1 um, defeat, if I remember rightly, on the day to Spurs. Um, but certainly a, a, one of those cataclysmic games of the 70s. Uh, the reverse fixture at White Hart Lane was towards the end of the season that year. Three all draw, if I remember rightly, 78, 1978, March. I think we were on a, on a, uh, a relegation um, defeating run. We, we, we stayed up against the Rods. Long ball in the box. Let's go! Oh! Long ball in towards Harry Smith. He headed wide from the left-hand side. Close shots. That's going to be the, that's going to be the trick today, John. Get the that ball in there. It's going to be the trick. They keep the flaps at that entirely. Gave Harry Smith the, the opportunity. It probably looks a bit more of an opportunity from here than it actually was. quite a way wide in the uh, event. Yeah, it was quite a way moment. wide. But he certainly he's got the makings of, uh, of beating that keeper. Ball coming well from Cummings on the right-hand side. Who I've been, you know, Romeo, you know, we said before we really like Romeo, but Cummings is certainly doing the job on that right-hand yeah. side. So more of the same, I think. Trying to hit Harry with a long ball. So yeah, the reverse fixture at White Hart Lane um, was no, no country for old men, let me tell you that much, younger listeners. That was a train got attacked, bricks and all sorts of things. Um, it, was, it, was, it was mayhem on the streets, but it was a great, great day out, as, as is the way of these things. Um, certainly anyone wanted, expecting to run round Spurs with their willies hanging out, showing off their foreskins, I don't want to be standing next to you chaps. Thank you very much. Oldham coming down there left. He's trying to take on Tony Green. He's been the equal of that 27 so far, John. He's he right. has been, but Craig did very well there, I thought. I mean, we were speaking in favour of him slightly earlier about the new contract. I think he did very well there. He's been very solid since he's been at left back in the side, I think. So, Absolutely. Uh, it's good to see. Oldham, of course, managed by John Sheridan now. Um, John was just saying that the, the their opening day fixture, I think, John, weren't they? Awful, yeah, awful looking side, weren't they? they well, I mean, we were terrible that day, but we nicked the 1-0, didn't we? And uh, it was 14 different players all brought together for the first time. But They look a lot more coherent today. They, they do, and there's a little bit of quality in there. Chris Taylor, obviously. Yeah. say a little bit of quality. Um, yeah. For 27 and <laughs> 30. Damn with faint praise there. Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. Um, but yeah, they look like they've got a few dangerous players up there. So don't this is a one to take for a granted. I don't know what the hodgepodge we saw on opening day, that's for sure. 
pass is starting to break down, as you can hear from the uh, comment behind me. Um, it's a difficult day to play any kind of football out there, that's for sure. Um, conditions are worsening minute by minute. Anyone expecting to see the beautiful game is going to be um, sadly disappointed today, dear listeners. We said on the way in, um, the surrounds of the club, the, it's very hard to remember it. 15 years ago, it was in the Premier League. Premier League, very true. Found the members, if I remember rightly. Here they come, though, number 10, just outside the mill box. Uh, hint, of a, hint of a free kick there, but the referee don't give anything, and Mill bring it away. Good, good man, referee. Strange, desolate area. I was coming on the tram past the burnt-out factory. Once upon a time, was some kind of um, I don't know what produce of British industry, centerpiece of the empire. Um, place called Hartley's, not the jam factory, I don't think, but it was some something else. Huge chimney, huge factory, standing derelict. Quite an architectural, um, you know, site. Um, but burnt out. It's, 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 I suppose in America you call this Rust Belt country, wouldn't you? It's the same kind of idea here, really. Once industrial, now not. Old and Preston Falls again, 30, 33, 34 minutes, They're coming down their, their left, coming school teams, man, nicely enough, that's going to be a goal kick, no joy from going down the wing so far, the middle defence stands firm, good defensive show overall, Cummings seems to have the measure of his man on, on his side, on the right, their left, as does Craig on the left side of our defence, so um, fingers crossed so far, so good. Since Jake Cooper's come in, with the you know uncertainty of Craig as a partner removed, pulled across the box. Without uncertainty of Craig removed, he's done very well. With yeah, him. no, he, he shines alongside alongside Cooper, that's for sure. Lines on the attack, ball uh, throwing halfway inside the Oldham half. Come is going to take. It all comes to nothing, unfortunately, offside. I think, from what I can tell at this distance, this remove. 42nd minute, I think it is. Put my Bezel watch. Not using the, the Apple digital readout today. It's gone straight in the arms of the goalkeeper whilst I waffle about time time pieces. Little Oldham attack here, little coming down the centre. 20s run right, it's been shepherded rightwards very professionally, out of danger. They, they retained possession, but that was a moment of um, danger there as he ran central. This is the 30 now, back on the, on the D of the penalty area. The ball out rightwards this is the 12. Ball chipped into the box. That's headed over the bar. Over the bar. Under escort from Jake Cooper there. Over the bar. No danger there. Taylor taking a right on slagging. I think it's a bit like George Orwell's 1984. After two minutes eight or the three minutes eight, is it? This is for some people. This is the three minutes eight. The 90 minutes eight. Here comes Oldham. Lines just looking a little bit tired. The pitch is very, very heavy out there. So on the right side, as I'm looking at it, it's very, very muddy indeed, around the halfway line. And the penalty area looks like it's um, Beckton District Park level. The conditions, the number of the players, Tony Craig, Byron Webster, yep. uh, the two centre-forwards, yep. uh, Cummings, Worrell there, they're all looking absolutely caked in mud. Yep. The two that aren't, for different reasons, Aidan O'Brien looks like the kid he hasn't got dirty throughout the game. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions there, listeners. <laughs> but crucially, Jake Cooper, look. Absolutely spotless. It just got to show what a calm, composed. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bender, he's not. He's, he's never panicked. No. He's never. No, no, no. He's no. never seems to need to make that last ditch tackle. He's always in the right place and uh, very good defender. Personal, personal, well, not personal white, but uh, personal clean. That's for sure. Yeah, those these latest messages to you by Daz. That's a tribute to his quality. It's an interesting point, actually, and very true. Old and work a free kick. It's going to be about 20, 30 yards out, 25 yards out. Central, dangerous position. King's enough to be on his top uh, top reactions. One minute extra time. So we've got to defend this situation here. We'll stay with it. Free kick. 25-30. Oh, pretty central. Pretty central. Five, six player, no players in the wall. Couple of older players. It's chipped over the top. and taken. Right hand, comfortably enough in the event. That was a dangerous situation. In the uh, in the state of that area, there, the ball whipped. It bounced just in front of the keeper. He did very well to hold on today. Got everything behind it. Very yeah. good keeper. Calm and comfortable. Half time. It's picked up by half time. That's the close of the half. It's been a, a scrappy old game. It's been a muddy old game. It's been a wet, wet and rainy old game. But the Lions are doing well to really to uh, contain it at nil-nil. I think we said outside, John, um, we'd take the point at the start of proceedings. And think, we're uh, kind of there, aren't we? With everything that's going on today, I think a yeah, point we'd, uh, we'd walk away with now. But uh, yeah. the three certainly ain't beyond our, our capabilities here. No, I think press on the second half. So there we are, half-time at Boundary Park in the lashing rain, nil-nil. Achtung, Milbal. Away we go for the second half, dear listeners. Just missed the kick-off, fiddling with my Bezo watch. <laughs> Goalkeeper in front of us, a rather portly gentleman by the name of Ripley. 
also starred in the Alien movie. Ripley was in the Alien. Ball from the left again from Oldham. This is Aidan O'Brien bringing it clear. Ran straight into a seam. It looks like the, uh, the, the, the day of the Somme in the middle there. This is Oldham now on the break, coming forwards. Reminds me of the old um, Ilderton Road end. Anyone of a certain vintage will remember the uh, access area to the Ilderton Road turnstiles, which featured um, a, a convenient place line of wooden crates across a, a deep puddle and, and mud in which men would often slip into, never to be seen again. People died in the mud at Ilderton Road. But, all, but the, uh, the, the, the crates made me laugh. It was like someone actually cared enough to put a line of wooden crates for everyone to teeter across single file. It was like something out of the Imperial War Museum, the blind leading the blind going across the, the muddy uh, entrance area. The good old days, they're called. But we loved the place, didn't we? This is Aidan O'Brien. Can't control, can't control. He's not, not contributed much so far, Aidan John, has he? He's been quiet and he's, uh, he's one of those players who has a good game and scores or is, appears to be very anonymous and that's what he's done today. A shot to wide, wide right from the 30. There's John was speaking there. Little breakaway from Oldham. A shot wide. Break forwards here from Oldham, dealt with nicely again. Nicely done, Webster. Little break down the left hand side there from Oldham. O'Brien's forward. Butcher's forward, just ball into the box. That's Butcher, gets the flick on. If also O'Brien who blasts it onto the roof of the stand. Big chance, hard chance, but one worth taking, isn't it? It's cleared the away stand, unfortunately. So, uh, cleared the away stand. Caught it on the volley, difficult take, yeah, had to be taken nice, first time. Uh, nice move as well, flick on by Butcher at the back post there. Uh, Best line's chance, John, so far. Yeah, I think so. First clear one, I think Harry Smith had it in the, in the, in the first half. But, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. I think he could maybe have done better. Ripley getting a little bit of stick. Worrell brings it away, this is Harry Smith on the halfway line, inside to... Williams, he'll pull down the middle, running on, he's Aidan O'Brien, chasing down, he's going to go for a goal kick. Didn't quite have the legs, and getting slated for it. He's getting a lot of stick now, I think it's, it's probably a bad time to nip him off. Yeah, so, I think, I think you're right. Look at Ferguson maybe coming on. He didn't quite have the legs there, did he? No, he looks tired. We both forget, he's still a young player, still looks yeah. quite young. Torrential abuse for Ripley. Oldham will be filing a complaint like Leicester did about the amount of abuse. This little thick head on. This is Aidan O'Brien on the right-hand side. What can Aidan do? Little ball into the box, too close to the goalkeeper. Put the ball behind him. Both Gregory and Smith were in, in, in cahoots there. Right-sided corner for Oldham. Ripley, look in there, you fuck! I'm talking to you, you fuck! Ripley, 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 it's going to be taken well enough by King. Fred, yeah, it looks like Fred's coming in there, John, you're right. I would imagine O'Brien would be the obvious choice to go out. This is Cummings, just runs into a, a yard too far there in the conditions, ran into trouble. Little moment, we had a break on the right side with Gregory, but this is the eight coming forwards. Open-ended game now. 30 now on the right-hand side. Ball in the box, across the face of the goal. Don't know how close that was from this angle, hard to tell, but it looked spectacular from uh, 100 yards away. It is indeed Aidan O'Brien there, John. I can't get off to him enough, Yeah. In comes Fred for O'Brien, probably the right choice. O'Brien's looked a little bit um, out of sorts. Here comes Fred. There's the Fred song. 57 minutes or so. 
Cummings for the ball now. Takes on his man, trying to work some space for a cross. Takes his man on, still got the ball. Going to be now Warren with a closer cross in. That's going to be taken well enough by, by Ripley. Harry Smith in the 26, mixed up with an argy bargy. That's what the crowd would like to see. Six-year-old Peter Clark, who uh, we'll remember from his Huddersfield days, the last time he came out of the play. So an experienced old hand, and he's been winding Harry Smith up for a little while now. Yeah, Harry just bit there, and uh, yeah, he's got to recognise these tricks. Yeah, here comes a free kick, long, wide, right, and headed clear. This is Fred. Fred takes, beats his man, little pace, a bit of physicality. Fred does well to get past one man. He's still in the mix. Ball bounces up high. Good work by Fred, just, uh, the ball's loose. Ball's now to Williams, this is Fred again. This is Callum Butcher, inside's Griggs. What a bit of control, bouncing around. Worrell now. This is Williams, line's looking dangerous. Over on the right side is Craig. Gets away with a little handball shout there, Fred. Little twist and turn, he's looked dangerous since the moment he's come into the game, Fred. It floats in, that's towards Smith, it falls to Worrell. Back across the goal, just into the 22. Uh, offside, offside given on the, on the, uh, the female lines on the left-hand side. Little moments of danger there from the Lions. Smith's just getting uh, beaten to the physical punch a little bit, Johnny. He's just getting muscled off the ball slightly, isn't he? He is. Um, he's showing a little bit of an experience there. And I think, as I say, Peter Clark's making the most of it. And, uh, yeah, experience doing a job on him. Is he, what is it, his fourth, fifth? He's going to learn this sort of stuff, and uh, who better to teach? He's going to start giving it back Morrison style, yeah. isn't he? and who better to teach him than Morrison? Absolutely, Harris. absolutely. Huge ball, lofty falls towards Smith. Ball bouncing around. This is Warrells falls to Fred. What can Fred do? Off the line, off the line from Fred. A little bit more power to shot. The 28, 26 gets the ball off the line. Big chance for the Lions now. 64 minutes. A lot brighter from the Lions in the second half so far, but uh, Oldham continue to, to pose a threat down the wings. Corner here for them, on the left-hand side as we look. Here it comes, it's long, it's deep, 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 deep. It's going to be headed up and wide. The Oldham Ultras are dancing in the drum beat down there, John. It's very, very funny, isn't it? The, the modern football world, and apologies to the, the younger listener, the modern football world, this is somewhere I want to grow up in. Look, there's about 50 of them up there. They're all kids. The Atleticos. <laughs> it's like every club needs a set of twats like that these days. Don't they? I, I don't understand. Maybe, it. maybe it's my age, Nick. I'm showing my It's age. your age, John. It's your age. <laughs> this is why we get complaints filed about abuse. Yeah. <laughs> they can't take it, can they? Six from uh, the edge of the penalty. It's took a deflection, bouncing around. It's actually come away from goal. It's very hard to tell from this angle. Shot on goal. Nice save by Tom King. Bottom right-hand side as we look. Bobbling shot. He did well to get down to it. Certain goal there. Saved. Done very well for me, Tom King, in the circumstances. That was a good save there, John. I've been very impressed with Tom King this afternoon. I think on Wednesday we saw, uh, Tuesday rather, yeah. uh, he didn't have a lot to do, but he, from what I'm... What I'm hearing, he commanded his area very yeah, well, he did, yeah. in the right place. Today he's done, done very well there. He's had a, a few shots, he's held on to a very greasy ball out there a number of times. He's always been in the right place for a back pass, so great to have Tom King in the squad. Top marks Tom King. Another Millwall substitution. Wall's going out, who's coming in? It's uh, Ferguson coming in, Ferguson coming in. 
hold him on the attack now. The big uh, substitute just come in. Gives the free kick to Millwall. He's not happy with that. Moment there where the ball took the stick in the mud. He liked a good turn, but no danger there. Last 10 minutes of the game. Nil-nil. Both sides will think they can get something out of there still. Conditions once again worsening. Regular theme in the afternoon, I, I know. Uh, but rain pelting at the moment. It's 12, come down the left-hand side. Everyone will be glad to get out of this place. Williams brings it away towards Harry Smith. Beaten, but this is the uh, last two games. It's four dropped points, isn't it? It's a very it, it, yeah, I think we've got to regard the midweek game as dropped points, John. And, you know, we probably would have taken a point at the start of the game today. Yeah. But it's, it's been a poor game and the conditions haven't helped it, of course. Free kick. Free kick on the left-hand side. Ferguson's going to take. It's about um, two or three minutes of regular time to go. Big chance for the Lions here. Shane Ferguson standing over it on the on the left as we look. In it comes. It's curled in. It's headed away by the 26. Beautiful little turn by, by uh, Ferguson to recover possession. Left the ball across the box. That's dangerous. Falls to Craig. Just outside the penalty area. Back into the mix. Gregory takes some turns. That's going to go for a, a goal kick. Goal kick. This is Craig. Ferguson, this is falls to Gregory. A little bit of space, can he get the ball? Can he get a shot? Penalty! Penalty! Lay, lay, lay! Middle penalty! Gregory stripped inside the box! Would you believe it? I hesitate to say it, but with the grief that Ripley's got this <laughs> afternoon, wouldn't it be just our luck if he went to the and saves it. <laughs> Henry Millwall, huge chance for Mill to take the three points. Mud bath in that, in that penalty area goes. Saved! Oh, fuck. Fuck. Awful penalty. Awful conditions. Poor penalty. Saved at the bottom, bottom right hand side by Ripley. Like you predicted, John. That was a big chance. Big chance wasted for Lee Gregory there. I don't think he was sure of his footing, John, to be honest. That, that penalty area is a sea no, of mud there. it was the same. It wasn't in a corner. Oh, it's just a lousy penalty, it really was. The ball forward, it's bobbing around. He's Harry Smith. And the uh, defence going to bring it away. Three minutes of overtime to go. I think the talk the family book, the game when Jacket said to Morrison, stop being nice to him and tell him they're going to fucking yeah, yeah. This yeah. is one for Harry Smith to look back on the video and Neil Harris to sit down with him because he's learned a, he's had a lesson in the dark arts. Oh, he, yeah, absolutely, yes. Peter Clark, this would be a late chance. A huge launch forward towards Gregory. Gets the flick on. This is Fred. Fred, Fred gets clattered. It's going to be a free kick for Millwall. This will be last chance saloon. Right on the edge of the penalty chair in the, in the D. Ferguson and Williams standing over this one. Can we do it late? The last few seconds of the game. I think this will be the last moment of, of, of the match. Ferguson's over the ball. I expect Williams to take it here, dear listeners. Fred lurking on the on the uh, the right. This would be the uh, the last gasp of the game, I think. This is Ferguson. And ball! Penalty again! It's a second penalty! Fucking hell! And ball! I've never seen anything like this before. Second penalty. Never seen anything like this before in my life. And ball! Enough for the first one, yeah. he definitely scored it. <laughs> That's really put the mockers on, isn't it? <laughs> he definitely gives... all game. Game for shit. He's come to life last two minutes. Man. Lee Gregory again. Oh, 
There we go. Can he beat the man this time? He saved again! Oh, for fuck's sake! Saved again! That's the end of the game. Older are celebrating like they've won the World Cup. The goalkeeper's like he scored a goal. Giving it low to the railway fans. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Fucking hell. What a dramatic finish. I have not seen anything like that in all my donkey's years of following the Lions. You ever seen anything like that, John? I've never have. No, and two shocking penalties. The geezer's, the geezer's on his own shoes in front of us, Nick, right in front of the way in. He's absolutely devastated. He's gutted, he's gutted. We do filter him. Crowd giving him some support, though. Well done, the Lions, getting applauded off the pitch. He'll be sick, absolutely sick at that, that late turn of events. And the crowd giving good applause off the pitch. There we are. Deserves a, deserves a break and deserves a round of applause for the those two misses. He's got credit in the bank, I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There we are. That's the close of play at Boundary Park. We're going to walk out into the pissing rain. Big thank you to John Shipman for joining me up here. Again. There we are. We'll be back after these messages. Achtung, Milbal. There we are, it's a Sunday morning nightmare, I'm aware my voice sounds a bit croaky, I was out all day myself yesterday travelling up to Lancashire, Manchester, um, a rotten day in the, in the rain, um, I got soaked literally coming back to the tram station after the after the game with John Shipman, um, so what do we say after that, that, that incredible last few minutes of the game, yes, I've never actually seen anything quite like it, two successive penalties, uh, in a, on a quagmire of a pitch, in all honesty, um, and two misses by a man you'd probably back to um, put your mortgage on if you know if you got a penalty in that situation. Lee Gregory, Lee Gregory, in all fairness to him, has come onto Twitter <clears throat> and apologised. He says, "All I can do is apologise today. Thanks for the support. The boys defending solid. Move on. Form is temporary. Clean sheet." And that's that's very true. There is nothing you can say, in all honesty, um, after that uh, after that kind of mishap. Um, the footing, I'm, my, I mean, I'm offering up excuses here and I'm aware that this will sound flimsy because he's a professional footballer and paid to score goals and given two clear chances late in the day to take three points, three valuable points as would have been, then you've got to, you know, you've got to criticise Lee for not taking that chance. He knows that full well, though. His reaction after the second miss was, um, was something to see. He was distraught. He just um, went down on his haunches in front of the away fans, the, the Mill fans who, in all honesty, were magnificent. Um, I'm not sure what more support any professional could ask in that situation. I'm to have your name chanted as you left the pitch. It was a fantastic team effort for me yesterday. Um, very difficult conditions up there. You know, the uh, the rain was coming in in waves. I know I'm aware that, having just listened to the, the live piece that we did yesterday, it, it was a repeat comment made throughout the course of the game it would, it would clear momentarily and then come back in successive waves of rain that the pitch was touch and go to start with and um, touch and go to finish with in all honesty um, I, I was inwardly expecting a, a postponement as every minute of the game but there we are we, we got through to the end of it probably would have taken nil-nil at the start of the day's proceedings but of course there is a bit of taste when you're awarded late penalties in that way and, and, not, and you don't take the opportunity this is Millwall speaking on 
uh, Twitter in reply to TV line says the ch- the fans chanting for Gregory after missing that second penalty restored my faith. That is fucking proper support. Uh, Tony Thomas in reply says that uh, Gregor's Lee Gregor's should uh, hearing his name uh, being chanted should fill him with pride. We do not do that for everyone. We are a family. Millwall. Millwall Kev. No need for apologies. He says. I'm sure you're as pissed off as the rest of us. Put the next one away, though, he says, with a little winky emoticon. I, th- I think that's got to be uh, uh, the, 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 probably the best summing up of the lot. Kenny Draper, um, in sharp contrast to most of the fairly supportive comments, I think, Kenny, I, I'm not sure I'm going to agree with you, mate. I, I don't know if you tune into the show, but um, uh, he says, better tell, in response to Gregory's apology, he says, better tell the fans why rather than just apologising. 600 miles I drove today to watch the players not, who do not even want to wear the shirt. Now that is that is strong, Kenny. I, I thought that was a very difficult situation um, yesterday to be put into. Um, you know, on arrival there, it was it was it was pissing with rain, um, and I, th- I took a call from John as I'm walking down the hill from the tram stop, saying, um, you know, there's another picket pitch inspection at two o'clock. It was it was one of those days where the the field was it was like 1970s style field of mud, really. So. Any kind of football in that situation was going to be difficult. I, I didn't get any sense there were any shirkers out there. Um, we'll do some marks out of 10 in a moment, but um, no one really hid. I mean, some were more effective than others, that's for sure, but I can't agree with um, not wanting to wear the shirt. I'm, I'm going to have to reject that comment, I'm afraid, mate. Uh, Neil Harris speaking after the game says Lee Gregory was dejected, as he should be and as he will be, after his late penalty misses. Harris goes on to say it certainly wasn't a classic. No, it wasn't. I don't think any kind of classic was possible in those conditions. Um, but it's frustrating because with those two late opportunities, well, I suppose that's the great beauty of football. There's another opportunity on Tuesday night. The squad is looking tired and a little bit raggedy around the edges at the moment. Um, yesterday was another makeshift um, chopping and changing 11, but the games are coming so thick and fast at the moment and there's some big ones looming, of course. Probably, arguably, the biggest one is, is is the midweek. We do need a win at home to um, Peterborough, and we can forget all all kind of um, glory of the cup run if we can't get out of this this damnable little league. It's, uh, it's no one wants to remain in League One next season, that's for sure. So a win against Peterborough is, is a bit of a you know an essential. Player ratings from yesterday. Now it's a, it was a it was a strong team performance overall in in, in a difficult place. So I won't keep flogging the point. <clears throat> in goal, Tom King looking very um, stable. I'm not sure I'd pick him above Jordan Archer, but he's a very adequate step in when when needed. I'm going to give jo- uh, Tom King um, and they called him Jordan there, didn't I? Did you notice that? Going to give Tom King a seven out of ten because he did nothing wrong for me yesterday. Seven might sound strong in a context of a nil nil draw where we've thrown away. The game at the end, but um, I, I think it was a heroic performance by the defensive line. Generally, that includes Jake Cooper. Um, the news at Den of coming with a six point nine for Tom King. I give him a seven, so what's in a a point one? Jake Cooper, I gave a seven to. I thought he was strong and another rock. The news at Den give him six point five. Um, not sure how many people actually were up there at Boundary Park to give these ratings, but they, there we are. It's the beauty of the internet. Um, on the same subject, Tony Craig in, in his left back position, I, I gave a seven two. I didn't think he did much wrong really. Um, but the, the news at Den harshly rather are giving him a six point two. Um, Sean Cummings seven, and the news at Den are coming at six point eight. Now the defence, how many, how many clean sheets is it now? It's uh, six or seven, is it clean sheets? Undefeated in uh, twelve, thirteen league matches. 
you really can't ask more of a defence than to not concede and, and basically to keep the enemy out. So I'm not sure why these, these marks are under par. It's probably because of the deficiencies in, in, in um, midfield and up front. Um, but that's a different subject. The defence should not be punished for, you know, missed chances and midfield, um, I don't know, not waywardness, but... Um, some better being better than others, I suppose. Callum Butcher draws a 6.4. I gave him a 6, actually. It wasn't his best game yesterday, in my opinion. Um, Williams was better, 7.2. I, I gave him a 7. Um, Williams is star man on the on, on the news at Den site. Worrell, um, 5.8. He's not one of the club's favourite players, David Worrell. Um, I didn't think he did too badly yesterday. I gave him a 6. Um... I've seen him play a lot better, or I've seen him play a lot worse, I suppose I should say, rather than better. But he, he couldn't, you would expect better out of him. Um, difficult game, as I keep saying. Aidan O'Brien, for me, was, was poor yesterday. This probably wasn't Aidan's choice of venue, Aidan's choice of conditions. But Aidan, you've got to get along with it, mate. And, you know, that John made the um, comment mid-game mid to me that... Um, where the other players were covered in mud. Um, Aiden was running around with his pristine yellow shirt on yesterday, and maybe that told a bit of a story. I think it did tell a bit of a story. It wasn't Aiden's um, finest hour yesterday. Now up front, um, Harry Smith and Lee Gregory. Harry, I felt, was a little bit naive. We we are missing Steve Morrison's now, his experience, his horrible bastardness, and Harry has much to learn. Um, rather like Timmy, the little lamb that has much to learn. Um, so does Harry, it's, it's only his what, fourth or fifth league start, is rather out-thought out with a TH, out-thought yesterday by the uh, the experienced defender that John Sheridan has, has got uh, going up there at, um, at Oldham, and, and Harry came off second best for the most part, so that's be a learning curve I think for Harry. Um, I gave Harry a six because um, I thought he should have done better, he doesn't, didn't quite use his height to the fullest extent yesterday. Uh, Lee Gregory, what can we say that hasn't been said already? Two missed penalties, you can't give him good marks for that. But, 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 he put a shift in yesterday, dear listeners. He put in every effort that you could think that he should make. He did the work. And for that reason, I'm going to give him a six, because you can't give much more than that with two clear shots on goal missed. But, um, it was a good performance by Lee Gregory. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a hard physical contest, and Lee Gregory delivered on that front. So, <clears throat> please don't be too hard on Lee Gregory, because he did his bit for Millwall Society yesterday. So onwards and upwards, as they say, the cliche says. Uh, we have another game at home on Tuesday night, at home to Peterborough, and another game at the Den again next Saturday against the Milton Keynes Dons. All ahead of the um, slight, um, the glamour tie, of course, at Spurs on March the 18th, I do rather fear that the cup run and all that comes with that, the uh, the razzmatazz that comes with that and everything else, you know, the obtaining of the extra tickets, the, the whole kind of um, hoopla that comes with a big cup run, is slightly over overwhelming our league campaign. It reminds me a little bit, a little bit of 2004, when the cup final run of that year, I'm not saying we're going to get to a cup final, but you know what I mean, overwhelmed what would have been a much more long-term strategic gain of getting out of that division into the Premier League at the time, and for us this season, getting out of this awful League One and back into the Championship where hopefully we, we, we should expect to belong. So anyway, <clears throat> two big games coming up. Really got to be looking for six points if we're going to be contenders. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Arrivederci Millwall. 
And I'm not going away, but some dirty northern cunts to spit all over me. When he spits over me, I'm going to fucking bring lots of tea. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.